You're tuned to WFHB. Volunteer-powered, listener-supported, Community Radio for South Central Indiana. Good afternoon. Reporting remotely for WFHB, this is Benedict Jones. And I'm Cade Young. This is the WFHB Local News for Thursday, January 5th, 2022. Coerced mental health care is not mental health care. No one's being cared for if they're being forced to do something. Later in the program, WFHB News Director Cade Young speaks with Care Not Cages member Sydney Foreman about the group which opposes the construction of the new jail. More in the bottom half of our program. I don't know if I feel comfortable in going with the Fullerton Pike property. Also coming up in the next half hour, we revisit some of the latest Community Justice Reform Committee meeting where local officials have been planning the new jail proposal. More coming up next in your local headlines. The Community Justice Reform Committee met last month to continue their proposal to build a new Monroe County jail. At that time, County Councilor Jennifer Crossley said she didn't feel comfortable moving forward with the Fullerton Pike property after hearing from experts and community members, marking the first tangible sense of dissent with the new jail project. I don't know if I feel fully comfortable in continuing with me personally. I don't know if I feel comfortable in going with the Fullerton Pike property. Um, And here's why. We have experts that are here and we have experts that have weighed in and we being the financial body and in the the county, it almost feels like we are telling people that are experts how to do their job in a way that seems to be that it's going to make it harder. Uh, I counted, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20 over 20 responses out of, I think, the 30 that y'all were reading of people that had said, bad idea, this is harmful, this is lots of things, how are we going to, like, winter is coming, you know, things like that. The one person that made seven responses that stuck out a lot to me, and that's what I wrote down in my notes. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable. I know it's late in the game. I don't feel comfortable. I just feel like I need to say that because as a committee member and also a financial member responsible for things, I've said this since the very beginning of me being on this committee that I feel like we are really rushing into something, that this is a really challenging moment for us right now where we can we can set ourselves up to succeed or set ourselves up to fail. And the findings, and I'm sure, and I'm so curious to hear what the judges' surveys will say next month, um, although my hunch is that it probably won't be far off from what we have heard this evening, really gives me great pause. And I ask us to take a pause for a minute to figure out what the heck it is that we're about to do. I no longer feel comfortable with the Fullerton Pike property. Um, But in the Ray report, and I'm looking at it right now, which is why I'm staring at my computer screen, and it talks about how we should be making a comparative study of cost, renovating costs, 
um, if that's in the report that we took the time to do and have somebody do and county paid for it to do, I think we need to push ourselves to look at, for sake of transparency and what community members have been asking for, I think it would be necessary for us to have that just as a comparative way for us to see what it is that we're doing. I just feel like we are pushing something that just does not feel right. And I ask ourselves to really think about what it is that we're about to do, what we're trying to do, and to slow down while making sure that we are taking care of those that are incarcerated while they are there, but truly think about how lives will be changed, how employees' lives will be changed, how the trajectory of this location could change for 40 plus more years. So I just felt like I needed to say that um, as well, but I'd, I, I would personally ask for us to have a comparative cost of renovating and for us to really, after these surveys are done, to really take our time to think about what it is that we're about to do. Because I think this almost feels like a train wreck that we can't stop watching that we're watching. Monroe County Commissioner Lee Jones responded that she had heard complaints about the process of building a new jail, but she hadn't heard many solutions. The feeling up to now has been that we know that building, and I'm not talking about the jail in particular, I'm talking about the entire building, has big problems. And we it's going to be difficult to deal with those. Um, and then, of course, doing this evaluation is going to cost quite a bit. When we have had an evaluation done, admittedly not at that level, um, but certainly we can look into doing that. At the same time, I want to say that when we ask questions like these, it's very easy for people to talk about what's wrong and what they don't like. But what I noticed was that people talked about all kinds of things that are wrong with our jail now. But no one has really talked about how to make it right. And, well, I, I didn't hear anything that really addressed it very well. But I, I think these are things we still have to learn about, look into. But it would be helpful if we could kind of balance the negative with positive, you know, at least attempt to look and see if there are solutions for things aside from the way it's always been done. Um, but that may be difficult, and it may turn out that we can't really do that. Monroe County Circuit Court Judge Kara Croth asked Jones why the county couldn't renovate the current building rather than build a new jail. Jones replied that the current jail has structural problems. You want to talk about positives, but is there a reason, and I don't think it's really been talked about, like why we couldn't renovate the current jail space and the current building? Because we know the condition of the overall building is in trouble. And what does that mean? 
Like, is it going to collapse infinitely? Because I need to know. We have, well, actually, I would have to talk to David Gardner about this because he's the person who knows very clearly what the problems are. And he certainly does not believe that there's any good way to go about that. Um, and I will point out that the fact that the jail is on multiple floors is taking much, much more staff than would be needed with a jail that's all on one floor. The long waits for inmates to be moved around have to do with that. Um, a lot of the, the things that people would like to see change it's going to be very difficult to change in that jail. It's going to be hard to have five to six meeting rooms there. Um, you know, they, there's just a lot to be thought about. So while it's easy to say Fullerton Pike is a, not an ideal location, and I understand it's not, um, our alternative may be doing nothing. And that would not serve us well at all because then what probably happens is the federal government does come in and tells us that we must build a jail and tells us what it's to look like, what how it's to function, how big it's supposed to be, and good chance it'll end up on Fullerton Pike. Um, so, you know, unless we can figure out some really good ways of solving the problems in our current jail, it's going to be difficult to stay there. Judge Croth said the process of building a new jail would take several years. She questioned why the jail couldn't be improved in the meantime. Jones retorted that ideally the current jail would be renovated. But to the point where it might, if we were to build a new jail, it'll take several years. Yes. Has the county talked to a contractor to see if there can be improvements, at least in the short term? Because we have people in our jail every day who are living in these conditions yes. that were outlined in the report, which are not ideal. Yes. Um, yeah. I we Ideally, we could do something for them immediately. I think that people are asking that, first of all, there be an evaluation, which would probably take some time. And then there's implementation, which would also take more time. And then, of course, that's money that's been spent that can't be used for other things like treatment and programming and things like that. So, I mean, it's, it's a huge, complex problem. During public comment, local resident Sidney Foreman gave testimony on behalf of Care Not Cages, which opposes the new jail initiative. Um, hello, my name is Sydney Foreman, and I'm with the Care Not Cages. We're a group made up of local residents who understand how damaging jail is and how important it is to make sure the fewest possible members of our community have to spend time there. Um, and I would just really like to echo um, Ms. Crossley's comments this evening, and I think she brought up some really important points about feeling uncomfortable. And I think after reading all of those comments from people who spend their time there and work there and live this life every day, um, if they see that many problems with it, you should all be very uncomfortable. Um, and I think that speaks volumes to that. This location is not a good idea. 
it's not a good idea. Um, I think um, coming back to my written comments were here. Um, Karen Aunt Cages is here to ask first why the county and the CJRC in particular have not followed up with the most obvious and promising recommendation of the K Ken Ray report to estimate the cost of renovating the existing facility. Why has this step not been taken? And if a renovation isn't enough, um, why not a, an adaptive reuse? Why aren't we looking at stripping the building back down a little bit more, reconfiguring the walls, providing more space, readjusting some things? Um, and one of the comments that wasn't read out loud, but I noticed said that there are spaces in the current jail that aren't being used, some rooms that aren't being used. Um, and why? Why is that? Why can't we use what we have or think about what we have already? That's all. Thanks. The rezoning of the Fullerton Pike location came before the City Council on December 21st. It was there that the City Council unanimously denied the proposal to rezone the property from mixed-use employment to mixed-use institutional. That puts the new jail in a state of uncertainty. The Community Justice Reform Committee will meet for the first time since the City Council denial on Monday, January 9th at 6 p.m., at the county courthouse. In today's feature report, WFHB News Director Cade Young speaks with Care Not Cages member Sydney Foreman about the group which opposes the construction of the new jail. Foreman also discusses an event Care Not Cages will host titled Gather Against Monroe County Jail Expansion from 3 to 5 p.m. on January 9th at the Monroe County Courthouse Square. We turn now to that interview. Well, Sydney Foreman, concerned local resident with the group Care Not Cages, Welcome to the WFHB Local News. Hi, Kate. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Now, Sydney, for transparency's sake, I did want to make the comment that you were the former assistant news director here at WFHB, and we're inside the WFHB studios right now. So this place is fairly familiar to you, right? It is. It's, it's nice to be back. Feels yeah. like home. <laughs> right. Well, welcome back. Um, we really appreciate you being here, and I'm excited to, to talk with you about Care Not Cages. So first of all, would you just walk me through the local activism group that you are a part of, Care Not Cages, and sort of, you know, what you guys are all about? Yeah, absolutely. So Care Not Cages is a group of just individuals in the community who are concerned about the fact that Monroe County is trying to um, build a new jail. And we're all like individuals with our own backgrounds. I didn't know any of these people before we all got together for the first time. And I'll read a little statement about kind of like who we are and what we think. Care Not Cages is a group made up of local residents who understand how damaging jail is and how important it is to make sure the fewest possible members of our community have to spend time there. So thank you for sort of walking me through the the basics of Care Not Cages for those who aren't familiar. Um, so the jail proposal, what are your group's main concerns with county government pursuing a new jail on Fullerton Pike? Right. Absolutely. And I guess um, in your previous question, I should have mentioned as well that I am just a member of Care Not Cages. So when I when I speak, I'm speaking for like 
what I think, and there's a general kind of consensus in the group, but I am in no way putting words in any of our group members' mouths, and I'm not speaking for the group. Right. Well, um, thank you for, for clarifying that. Yeah. Our main concerns really with them wanting to build a new jail is that there's a, a report done, a survey done on the current jail saying that there were like these really big problems that the jail doesn't meet constitutional standards of care. But a lot of these problem areas or concerning areas can be found in the report saying that there are problems with like cosmetic and easy fixes, for example, like drains and dryer vents are dirty. There's old kitchen equipment or other like vague, inadequate housing projects or inadequate materials in the jail. Which not to say that those things don't need to be fixed and they shouldn't be brought to someone's concern and be dealt with. Um, but this jail was also only remodeled in 2017. And the fact that we've remodeled this jail and what, 2017, so four or five years later, whatever it's been, that it's so bad again that we are thinking that we need to build a whole new building and put it away. So why why didn't we put enough care into that 2017 remodel so that it would have been around for longer than longer than just 2023. There's just, they say that there's no way of fixing the jail that would be cost effective, which just doesn't seem to be true in the fact that they're planning on spending like $70 million to build this new jail. And the estimated cost of renovating the current jail that we have is about $56 million. And if you look at the numbers, it's just plain and simple that $56 million is cheaper than $70 million. And the fact that they're not putting in effort to get an accurate estimate for the renovations of the current jail is where we see a lot of the problem. Like there, there's no effort to really get a real number. And they say that will just delay the track of building a new jail if they spend time and money and getting an estimate for the current jail and what it would take to renovate it. But we're asking that they do that so we can see, you know, what really needs to be done to make that a constitutional care. Absolutely. Well, thank you for articulating that. And I think uh, you put it very clear. You know, you said the the new jail is estimated to cost about $70 million. Now, in your opinion, what better way could local government spend that money? Right. And so I think um, to answer that question, looking back that um, a lot of us feel uncomfortable with the fact that our county is willing to spend $70 million or up to $70 million on building a new jail, which is known to be traumatizing to the individuals that are living in there. There is no evidence that locking someone up improves their mental health state. And I think a lot of this building a new jail, they're talking about building it so that they can have more more care, more mental health care in there, more activities for people to do. And that's just not a jail is not the place to do those things. And if we invested money in having mental health care and having programming and having these things outside of jail in the first place, it would prevent so many people from getting into jail, which they would just solve our problem. It's looking down to the core root, looking down to the root problem and solving it from the beginning and not trying to fix like the after effects that we're facing. So I think having things like uh, mental health care that isn't tied into criminal justice. Thank you. That yeah. isn't tied into criminal justice. Having more community like common spaces, having more access to housing and access to health care and just things that seem like really big things to tackle. But if we had the funds to do those things, if we had $70 million to redistribute into all these different assets, I wouldn't think building a new jail would even be a consideration. It would. We wouldn't need it. We wouldn't need it at all. Overcrowding wouldn't be an issue. 
these things wouldn't be issues if we dealt with the root the root cause. Absolutely. Well, thank you for for walking us through that. Now, Care Not Cages has been present at most of the Community Justice Reform Committee or the CJRC meetings since they've allowed public comment. For a while there, there, there wasn't public comment offered. Um, but you were at the latest city council meeting where the council struck down the county's effort to rezone 87 acres of land on Fullerton Pike for the purpose of building a new jail. And you've also been at the um, CJRC meetings as well. I just wanted to ask you how that experience has been to sort of speak in front of elected officials with your concerns about the new jail facility. I mean, I think not to speak for everyone, but I think we're pretty excited that the Fullerton Pike rezone was denied. And I um, I think we took some, some pride in um, being able to kind of get that denied. It's nerve wracking, as always, to stand in front of these officials and try to speak your mind and get them to see your side of things, especially when before the CJRC was allowing public comment. I think they were all kind of like on the same track. They all kind of were in agreement about these things. And to no one's fault, they just hadn't heard the other side. They just hadn't heard the other opinions. And so when the public comment was open and members of Care Not Cages started to go and speak at these meetings, I think some light was shown onto the issue that maybe they hadn't seen before. And just like recently, Jennifer Crossley like kind of stood up at the last um, CJRC meeting and she said, I'm not comfortable with the Fullerton Pike. And she's like, we need to stay, take a step back and like reconsider things. And I think our members of Care Not Cages were like, took some pride in that moment. And we we're like, you know, it feels nice to be heard. It feels nice to like kind of get people to reconsider their stakes, their points on things. Not to say that Jennifer didn't think these things before. I don't know. I don't mean to speak for her either, but hopefully our presence there and our concerns made her feel comfortable taking a stance that was differing from the rest of the board because that can be, I mean, it can be scary to have a different opinion from a group of people that you're talking to in any circumstance. Yeah, totally. And then they were moving so quickly and and maybe what you guys were doing helped plant some seeds. Right. Absolutely. I'd like to think so. They were moving very quickly. And I think especially with the Fullerton Pike property being denied for the rezone, it will make them slow down and take a step back, which was I think one of our one of our big points was we want them to slow down and really think about what they're doing because one of their arguments is that the state is going to come down to Bloomington and like demand them to build a new jail and be like, you have to do it this way and this way and they will have no say in how it's going to be built. But I mean, there's we have some comment from some state members who are like, no, we're like probably not going to do that. We're probably not going to come and demand you build this jail like in this way, like really soon, really quickly. You know, we have time. I think that's a big part of it is like we just need them to realize that like there is time to think about what we're doing and that maybe we don't need this new jail and we can work with what we have. You're listening to the WFHB Local News, where News Director Cade Young is speaking with concerned resident Sydney Foreman about the group Care Not Cages, which opposes the construction of a new Monroe County jail. We turn now to the second half of the interview. And with the latest denial from the city council, I just wanted to ask you if you knew sort of what the next 
steps are. I know there's a, a new community justice reform committee meeting on Monday, January 9th. Um, do you know what, what happens from here? That's a great question, and I can't say I'm sure. I think everyone on CJRC is probably thinking the same things, that they don't really know um, what's happening from here. What I can say is that the city council meeting, there was a lot of talk and a lot of pushback from the city council members, and they were angry that they weren't involved in this discussion about building a new jail. And so I think we're going to see more collaboration between county and city coming up. And so they might be working to find a new place or new land within city limits that's like closer to downtown resources, closer to these things that people need when they're coming out of jail, like New Leaf, New Life or Habitat or whatever it is that's around local downtown. I think we're really waiting to see what happens at the next CJRC meeting to like kind of plan our next step or see what we do next. I think our main our main goal right now, which it has been for a bit too, is just getting awareness out there and getting people to realize that this is something that the county is considering and doing and um, letting people know that they have a chance to get their voice heard at these meetings. If they are for or against or whatever it is, we just want to spread the word. Absolutely. And speaking of that awareness, so Care Not Cages is planning a block party titled Gather Against Monroe County Jail expansion on January 9th from 3 to 5 p.m. at the Courthouse Square. Would you walk me through sort of what this uh, event entails? Yeah, so it's pretty pretty relaxed. I think it's just kind of like a, a gathering, like I said, to raise attention, to raise awareness. It's not a protest per se. It's, um, you know, we appreciate that the CJRC has been hearing what we're saying. And, you know, we, we appreciate that. We appreciate their consideration and everything that we've put into our efforts here. Um, but we want the community members to know in what better place than the courthouse grounds and right inside, right before the CJRC meeting. So we're just gathering our Care Not Cages members. We're going to have some music, probably the speaker. We're going to be giving out stickers that say no new jail. We're going to have our petition going around, which I'll just read. Our petition here is calling upon the government bodies of Monroe County and the city of Bloomington to take all available steps to decrease the existing jail population as so to relieve the pressure on the current jail. And we further call upon the county to produce a full study of the cost of renovating the existing jail before proceeding with any new land purchase and construction plans. So we'll have that petition going around for people to sign. There's talk of yard signs, but I don't know if those will be printed yet. Um, and we'll have um, some warm drinks probably. And we're just like creating a space for people to come and join us and talk to us about what's going on and spreading that word and then inviting them to the CJRC meeting to hear what the officials have to say afterwards. Yeah. Right. And that meeting will be um, the same day. It'll be Monday. I think it's at six o'clock mm -hmm. at the uh, courthouse, right? Correct. Yeah. Right there on the lawn. So, um, and they do offer public comment. So if anybody has uh, concerns, they can can air them there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we'd welcome people to come comment with us. <laughs> now, um, before we go, I wanted to ask you, do you think the opposition to the new jail with the group Care Not Cages touches on a broader sentiment of how we treat incarcerated people or the carceral system for that matter? Uh, the carceral system is like, it's a reactive system. There's a problem and they react to solve it by just like putting these people away. And no one's addressing 
the root cause. We have to look at the root cause and go back, turn around and see what's causing these problems and then fix them from the ground up so that there are preventative measures in place so that people aren't put in jail. They're not put in these situations where they have to steal food because they don't have access to food, where they feel like they have to do these things that put them at risk. And having these spaces where there's mental health budgets in place that aren't a part of the criminal system or the criminal justice system, having community gardens around where there are common spaces where people can go and produce their own food and get their own food and can take it without fear of being arrested for taking food to nourish their life and their families. And jail is just, it's a reactive and traumatizing thing. And anyone who's going into jail and who is um, getting so-called mental health care within these jails it's not going to help them when they get out. Coerced mental health care is not mental health care. No one's being cared for if they're being forced to do something. So yeah, just having these having these things in place beforehand, I think, is um, what we really need to be focusing on. Now, these are all the questions that I have prepared for you, but I want to give you the last word. I want to give you the floor here. Is there anything else that you would like to add, maybe that I missed in my line of questioning or just Anything that you would like to say before we part ways? I don't know if you've missed anything in your line of questioning, but I would just really invite people to come out to um, these CJRC meetings. They happen on Mondays at six o'clock. Well, it's every other Monday at six o'clock and hear what they have to say. Get familiar with what is going on. I invite people to come out to the Care Not Cages meetings, hear what the officials have to say, hear what's going on and uh, getting familiar with the situation asking us questions at the the block party on on Monday and yeah getting your voice heard it's a scary thing to do but you got to do it well sydney foreman local resident with the group care not cages and former assistant news director for WFHB thank you for coming on to the WFHB local news thanks so much for having me cade Support for the WFHB Local News is brought to you by MPI Solar, a Bloomington business specializing in solar hot water, solar electricity, and solar hot air systems. MPI Solar designs and installs solar power generation systems that encourage independence and individual responsibility. More information online at mpisolarenergy.com.